Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring UNLV golfer, Caden Firioni. Caden, welcome, man. How's it going, Dylan? Uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. Absolutely, man. How have things been at UNOV? What's it like going to school in Vegas and stuff? You know, what's it like over there? Um, you know, so far it's been really good. I would say last semester kind of coming into the swing of things with college golf again. Um, yeah. I would say I, I, did, I put a lot of pressure on myself for sure. I mm-hmm. wanted to come in and kind of really play well. Mm-hmm. And I it really, for me, it took away the joy that I've always had playing golf. Like, mm-hmm. I just always love just competing and stuff and it was more going to tournament like putting pressure like I got to do well yeah when I'm practicing I got to make sure I'm playing like really good and and that's just not the way to really play golf I mean that's never how I've always played and kind of just learning my way through being in a different area I mean I was all I grew up in California I played most of my terms in California and kind of being in a new place like Vegas and mm-hmm being with different people, different atmosphere, different weather. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Like the different courses, like the type of grain that we play on and kind of every everything has been uh, definitely a change. But I think after the last semester, I was kind of figuring out like if I like it or not. But yeah. now I'm kind of more settled in. I'm comfortable. I kind of got a, um, a good thing here going. And I really like my team. My teammates are all awesome. Um, our team's definitely in a rebuilding process I would say for sure but yeah. uh, we, we got a lot of good things coming in the next year or so um, I got like the guys that are going to be on my team um, and yeah that's awesome I'm at right now sweet dude well it's good to hear that you know things are you know going better and stuff um, but you know we gotta we gotta bring it back to where it all began you know uh, we'll start you know where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf man yeah, so I'm originally from uh, San Diego, California, and uh, I got into the game, I mean, when I was like one or two. There you and, go, early. And I kind of, no one really forced me into it either. Like, I just, I mean, my mom and my dad, uh, I I remember growing up on Carmel Mountain Ranch Golf Course, and I lived on one of the poles. And when I was a kid, my mom would, like, bring me out just to see the guys playing and I would go like ball, ball, ball. <laughs> and I, I just was really like, I really just really liked golf and just watching the guys golf. And uh, yeah. uh, I mean, I remember the story too. My parents were sitting on the couch uh-huh. and I was still in my diapers and they hear a banging in the garage. Oh, nice. And they open the door and I just have a club, my dad's driver in my hand, banging nice. the wall. Nice. And uh, yeah, it just was, Throwing it in, but, but yeah I just I've always loved golf I've had a contagion like it's just like this I don't know I don't know yeah. what it like I just always it's just a bug it. man a big bug yeah <laughs> and, and it's definitely a it's a bug that like I want I'm not going to stop until I get to where I want to go with the game like it's like not just if I'm here I'm not just settling for yeah like okay or being a good golfer or mm-hmm. good golfer yeah and that's yeah so yeah 
Yeah. I mean, you started really young, man. It's, you know, that's the definition of starting young. And, um, you know, it's, it's nice to have kind of somebody in the family too, that, you know, has kind of got you into golf and stuff because, um, you know, going into it alone can be pretty tough. Um, but I mean, kind of talk about where'd you go to high school at, you know, did you play, I'm sure you played in tournaments outside of high school. Um, yeah. just kind of talk about maybe the organizations you played for as well for the junior tournaments. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I played a lot of SDJGA golf mm-hmm. uh, growing up, and that was always really competitive to see all the guys now that play SDJGA golf and where they are now in their careers. Like, I remember playing, like, I mean, love love the guy Luke Potter, but that kid's yeah. uh, taking some uh, tournaments that I wish I could have under my belt. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's just how it goes. Um, but uh, I went to Torrey Pines High School. Yeah. And uh, going there as a freshman, I mean, our, that Torrey Pines golf has been well known for having a stacked golf team. Oh, legendary. And uh, it was really cool to have that ride. Uh, definitely my sophomore year, and we won the state championships as a team. Yeah. And it was kind of my first, I mean, I was always really good, but I was kind of struggling with my golf swing, and I was like a pretty good golfer. Mm-hmm. It was like the first, like, I kind of, it was my first big stage of playing in, in state championships. And I was able to lead my team and post the, the best score on the team to win state championships. Awesome, man. Um, but yeah, I mean that, even that team, it took me a while. I remember playing or like is the first like qualifier for like the top five or six. And uh, I remember just being so nervous on the tee. Like it was just a high school <laughs> qualifying thing. And I just wanted to be like on the top five so bad. Absolutely. And uh, I was pretty nervous, but uh, that being playing for uh, just Torrey Pines golf in general, I mean, the competition, we would just compete against each other. And that kind of was really helpful for tournaments that I'd play in after that. Because if I was beating all those guys, like that kind of where I got my confidence. Right. Um, to uh, play good in tournaments around yeah. San Diego. When I mean, and there's so many good players in the San Diego area. I mean, if you're competing with those guys and you know, you're in there week in, week out, I mean, you're going to develop as a player and it's nice that you're able to have that at such a young age just like in high school and stuff and then the junior tournaments you're playing because I mean you're eventually all those guys like you said you know to see where they're at now and you're playing against them in college now I mean you're you know you're you're really getting the good competition down there in San Diego um you know at a young age which is great especially if you want to play at the next level um I mean that's huge stuff um, but you played in a lot, a lot of SDJGA. Um, were you, did you ever like travel a, like, like outside of California or did you do a lot of traveling and stuff like that? Or did you not do a lot of traveling, even in like up to college, mm-hmm. I really did not do much traveling mainly because, um, school's never been my strong suit. Yeah. And yeah. It, it was hard for me to go travel places. I'd never really traveled that much during school season because right. of, uh, just having like schoolwork and, and my parents were never, uh, like, I was never really good at, like, what tournaments to play in. Right. Like, kind of like, I get you. I'd kind of pick the tournaments. And, I mean, I got I got recruited from colleges just playing in SDJGA. And oh, yeah. Like, I think I only played in three AJGAs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And played in the, like, I, I think I, I mean, I got into the Sage Valley Junior Invitational. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, I, I would play really, really good in just California events and then, go out and it was just really cool to go out and play I mean I obviously played a couple times outside of California of course yeah but uh definitely not as much as some of these other college guys I mean I know they would travel a lot 
and playing like all like the AJGA stuff and Rolex rankings and mm -hmm. all yeah. that stuff. And then I was just kind of known as like the California kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but like the California amateur and the like SDJGA or SCPGA amateur. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Like, cause we're trying to bring UNLV men's golf back. And obviously with like Texas and Illinois and all those schools that have the big practice facilities like ASU, like, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know any other place like Shadow Creek. I mean, there's, you walk up to the first tee and there's literally no one out there. Like, it's just like, you just hear the wind, the birds chirping. I'm with a couple of my teammates and we're just walking down. I mean, for that's awesome. Grass and kind of, I mean, every day that, I mean, they let you go out every day. Um, and we have workouts at six o'clock in the morning, Tuesdays, Fridays. Gotcha. Um, that's, I mean, that's kind of good to get in that habit um, of working out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We can go out to Southern Highlands if we want to um, any day of the week and kind of have access. If we call out to like TPC Summerlin or a couple oh, of the yeah. places we want to go to, then we can kind of go out and play. I mean, the golf here is great. Um, amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So any of the junior golfers on the uh, listening into the podcast just uh, they should try to come to UNLV. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I remember I was a huge UNLV fan and uh, yeah, dude, I mean, just, I couldn't imagine, you know, going out to any of those courses, you know, those three courses you just rattled off. Those are, you know, that's pretty amazing stuff. And, um, you know, they, they have a serious, you know, serious, you know, schedule and everything, you know, I mean, the college golf schedule is pretty serious, but, you know, UNLV, it's, you know, it's no joke there. That's for sure. They take their golf seriously. Um, but I mean, you're kind of early on in your college career. Um, you know, you're only a sophomore, you got a lot of years ahead of you and stuff. Um, you know, do you have any goals for yourself maybe for, you know, this, this next semester or maybe the rest of your college career? Do you like to set goals or are you just kind of, um, yeah, I, I mean, I definitely have some set goals. I mean, I just, yeah. I mean, one goal for me is kind of just go out and kind of just be like how I was as a junior. I mean, I remember it was hard for me to get up for school. Yeah. We're like waking up at four o'clock to go mm -hmm. drive the car an hour to go to Temecula or something like that. And I'd just be so excited to go out and play. Yeah. And that's one goal for me is to just kind of go out and just enjoy playing. Mm -hmm. and like, that's how I, like, don't take it so seriously. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, one of my goals is to be an all American. I feel like um, I have the game and where like, I just know myself and I feel like, I mean, I, I mean, when I was at Pepperdine, I was beating all the guys. Mm -hmm. I'm competing with them that the guys that are just the top of Wagger and yeah are on like the watch list for Haskins award and kind absolutely of all the and all those uh aspects and uh a goal for me is definitely to be uh an all-american um hopefully that I mean I have to have a pretty good semester um but kind yeah, of it's doable though yeah. you're good yeah, yeah you're a good player man yeah I'm just working towards that and just being a top collegiate golfer and uh I mean, my main goal is to get the PGA Tour. And mm -hmm. that's, I mean, that's, I, I mean, I see one, one, one like, one, I'm a one-way kind of guy. I don't think, like, if this doesn't work out. Yeah. Um, like, obviously, when the time comes, if that doesn't work out, then mm -hmm. I'll uh, think of something else. But kind of my main goal this semester is to just play really well. I mean, I think my scoring average starting this, I mean, at UNLV right now is like a 71, which is not what I, I mean, it's not it's pretty good, but it's yeah, not, that's solid. Yeah. That, it's not what I want. Uh -huh. I, I mean, I don't want to just be an average, like a decent collegiate golfer. I want to be like yeah. known as one of the best collegiate golfers out there. Absolutely. And 
it's kind of another goal for me is just to be positive. I mean, I kind of lost. I've always kind of had this confidence when I go out and play a golf tournament, like like kind of have a swagger, my chest pumped out. Yeah. Sometimes I would get in my head like I'm not as good as these guys or I just get in my head like I'm not playing well right now or like like basic stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, those are a couple of my goals for the semester. I mean, the main goal is definitely to be an All-American. Yeah. Um, and definitely want to win a tournament. Absolutely. Um, frustrating for the last, I'd say two years because all my, I mean, I've played really good golf and I've always like been right there and never really been able to break through. And then I really had to drop out of, I mean, I went to co- college golf was almost mm-hmm. top like of kind of breaking through and then kind of coming back down. Yeah. Kind of climbing back up to where I want to go and be and win a golf tournament. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all part of the process, man. I mean, I mean, it's not all, it's not all, you know, you're going to be playing great golf every single day for the rest of your life. I mean, golf happens and I mean, you're going to have some rough patches. Everybody goes through them, but I mean, the kind of player you are and the work ethic you have, you know, it's, you're going to get back to where you want to be. I have no doubt in my mind and, you know, to play professional golf as well. That's great that, you know, that you, that you have the drive for that too, because I mean, ultimately you got to do what you got to do in college golf in order to do, you know, to, you know, to develop as much as you can in college. So whenever you turn professional, you know, you'll be ready to go. Um, but no, I'm super excited for you to see kind of how not only the rest of this semester goes, but the rest of your college career goes too. Um, you know, I just love watching you play and um, you know, I'm sure everybody's going to know who, you know, who Caden Ferrioni is and, you know, in the next, in the next, probably after this next semester here. So we'll uh, be interesting. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so we're heading to the next section of the show. Um, it's like to call the ham and egg section. Um, just some for fun questions here, kind of get to know you a little bit more. Um, so, I mean, since you've started at UNLV, um, you know, you're coming from Pepperdine to a whole nother, you know, whole nother place. You don't know a ton of people. Um, you know, I'm sure your coaches were really, you know, welcoming and stuff, but um, you know, how have your teammates and coaches like kind of helped you adapt to the college life? Um, you know, there are certain things that you really struggled with coming to UNLV. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely struggled even in high school of being a, a leader. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And kind of like figuring out, I mean, there's there's some guys that are still older than me, but as like after next year, I mean, all the guys coming in, I need to know them pretty well. I have one of my close friends that I got to come here in ago. Uh-huh. Uh, Sweet. He's a stick. Sweet. Um, and kind of just embracing the role of being a leader and because in high school I mean when I was the best player on the team I wasn't necessarily I was kind of out for myself Mm -hmm. yeah and there's a balance between playing for myself and doing my job Mm -hmm. but getting my teammates like pumped up like like we can do this let's like go out and kick some butt yeah and because like we're we're obviously in a rebuilding process and uh my coach um AJ he's been working really well I mean he's put he's putting reminders in my phone he calls me the swag master there you go the swag master let's go he's uh trying to get my I'm just been I've been working on trying to get my swag back that's yeah. what they call it like I've always kind of had a like a little bit of swagger when I'm playing golf like yeah I'm walking my attitude and kind of like if I hit a bad shot it doesn't really like affect me and I kind of just roll on and really like when I'm stepping up to a shot, I can, I mean, I, I just feel like I'm going to like be like make a birdie. Like Absolutely. A- Great that, you know, your coach, you know, he's, you know, calling the swag master, get your swagger back. I can definitely tell, you know, whenever I was, 
know, since I've been kind of watching you a little bit. And then whenever we're at the Southwestern, I mean, yeah, I mean, you definitely got that swagger. Um, you know, it reminds me a lot of, um, you know, Mason Glinsky. You, you guys have that, you know, they guys have that swagger and that walk. Um, you know, it's pretty awesome to see kind of you guys out there. And it's great, like you said, you know, whenever you hit a bad shot, just kind of have it roll off and, you know, just keep, you know, keep focus and go and hit the next, you know, next shot as best you can. Um, you know, that's really great, though, that, you know, your coaches are there and um, also your teammates to, to kind of be there for you. And, um, you know, yeah, being a leader, man. Yeah, definitely, man, because, you know, one of these years you're going to be, you know, you're going to be the top guy there. You're going to be, you know, the, the kind of the veteran that's you know been there for a few years. And I mean, there's going to be a lot of guys that are looking to you for advice and, you know, guidance through times when they struggle, too. So. I mean, yeah. that's great. That's great that you're learning to do that now. And, uh, you're, uh, you know, you're so young. So I don't know what my coach said. That's really good. He says, uh, uh, coach led teams are good, but team led teams are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of always been like the UNLV's like main structures that in the past, like the team gets really like together and their chemistry is really good and they work with mm-hmm. each other to, uh, get better. And that kind of turns the team around into playing really good. Yeah. And we're really trying to work hard on kind of getting that, getting that uh, together. Yeah, definitely, man. That's great. Uh, having that tight knit team, that'll definitely, you know, especially whenever you guys go and travel, cause you guys spending so much time together. And also whenever you get those team wins and stuff, man, it's going to be, you know, it's just going to keep rolling with uh, the team chemistry there and you're only going to get closer and closer. So now it's yeah. great stuff, man. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Dolan Auto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Kenyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says, they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Um, you've played in a lot of different tournaments. You've played a lot of great, you know, a lot of great golf. Um, you know, are there any moments that you can think back to when you were the most nervous on the golf course? I know you kind of talked a little bit about, you know, at the USAM, there was a little bit of nerves. Um, you know, what, what's the most nervous you've ever been on the golf course, you think? I would honestly say the most nervous that I've been was my freshman year of uh, playing on our uh, high school golf team. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just playing in like the first nine hole match. Mm-hmm. I remember the final nine holes before the, the coaches decide who was going to go um, to off season my freshman year. And mm-hmm. I actually shot nine over through those nine holes. Gotcha. And, and, uh, I didn't get picked. Uh-huh. Even though, I mean, it affected my um, scoring average a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. better than the senior, but they ended up taking the senior. Uh-huh. And that was like the first time where like my nervousness actually switched off. And now I really, I don't really get nervous. It's mm-hmm. more, it's more if my ga- if I know my game's ready or not. Like if uh-huh. I know, if I put in work into my game and I know that I've been playing well and I put in work, then I. I'm not really nervous when I step up to the first tee because I know that I've worked my butt off. Gotcha. But when I'm obviously when I know my game's like not really there, then that's more nerve. I get nervous when it's I know that it's not put together. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just 
I do remember that week that they had the, the state championships and I had a tournament and I was like, all right, well, if you're not going to pick me, just watch, watch what's going to happen. And I remember she, I just shot like 65, 66 and won the one, like a tournament by like five or something. Uh-huh. I think after that, they, I mean, I don't think they uh, never not picked me. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I, I've never really been like a nervous, like nervous guy. I mean, I definitely would say this summer was one of the more, like I was definitely more nervous playing in tournaments just because I was putting so much pressure on myself to show right. other people like that. I'm, I wasn't this, like this guy, I didn't want to suck. I wanted to prove people wrong mm-hmm. instead of just enjoying the game of golf. Like it's a game. Yeah. I've, yeah. I take it like it's a job and it's like, if, if I'm not playing good golf, then I'm not happy. Uh-huh. And how I was. And I mean, a little still am. Yeah. Yeah. But that happens. I mean, you have a certain expectation of golf that you want to play. And I get that. You know, I was at that point too, where it was like, when I was playing college golf, it was like, I thought I had to play perfect every single round. And it's just like, that's not the case sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of was the frustrating part, which sounds weird is, but in high school and even up to Pepperdine, mm-hmm. I, would play good every single day, like hit the ball great every single day. Like I'd get frustrated mm-hmm. about like around when I shot 68 and like my teammate would be like, well, you hit every drag perfect. Yeah. And I just didn't like it. it, it that's just how my brain works is that it's never like, like my game's never not good enough. Mm-hmm. Like right now it's like, uh, obviously when I look back to when mm-hmm. I was like that every single day in, day out week. Yeah. Um, Like obviously I'm, getting back to that but it's like it was like i play i play golf like it's a video game in my mind mm-hmm. like like when i'm playing well it's like all right well these two holes are kind of birdie holes yeah and i kind of like all right i'm gonna birdie this hole and i'll just birdie the hole mm-hmm. and i have pars and like okay well i just shot four under on this side let's go shoot four under on this side or two under and kind of just i'll just pull it off or pull off a shot that like i gotta hit a cut through it over the water mm-hmm this high flop that lands on the green softly and rolls out and kind of just do it mm-hmm. and just because I just had the self-belief that like I was I wanted to be the best golfer on the team and I thought I I knew I just was putting in a lot of work to put myself there mm-hmm. um, but I think definitely going back to UNLV and just the school aspect I'm learning a lot how that I can't put all my effort into golf yeah and but I also have to put effort into school yep. and other things and kind of that's what college is all about. Cause in, in high school, it was kind of all golf, 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 golf. Right. I really learned how to manage, like doing like responding to emails, looking at my emails, doing schoolwork. I have like, okay, I have to block this time out to work on my school this day. Yep. I could go golf. Like I was always, I'd like, I somehow was good at knowing I, did, I had assignment due at uh-huh. playing golf and not really putting that pressure. But now like that I'm older, mm-hmm. that's just like, I feel way better doing like knowing my homework's done and then going to golf. Yeah. Yeah. It's a way better feeling. <laughs> it's a good feeling if you do your homework and then you're like, okay, I have nothing to think about. So it's just practicing. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I know that's, that's a great habit to get into. Absolutely, man. Um, no, that's, um, that's great that you're learning that now um you know i i get it though like in high school and stuff it's just like just easy effortless in high school you know but then like college is wholly different it's totally different and especially in order to play golf you gotta get good enough grades so that's kind of that's important stuff there you know so um 
But next one I have here for you, um, you know, you were a junior golfer at one point and, you know, there's you know probably some junior golfers listening to this out there that, you know, are just really curious on how to maybe get recruited by a school like UNLV. And, yeah. um, you know, do you have any advice for maybe junior golfers out there that are, you know, looking to better their chances at getting recruited? Yeah. I mean, if anything, I'd say to, I feel like sometimes with junior golfers that I know, or when I was getting recruited is that like I put too much pressure on myself yeah I really want to get recruited by this school so I need to work hard to get recruited by this school but yeah I think I mean I just remember as a junior golfer just kind of playing my golf and Mm -hmm. I mean the the better I played the schools kind of just came to me Mm -hmm. just letting the golf kind of take care of itself huh just letting like don't don't put so much pressure on like I want to be recruited by these schools it's kind of just go out to the tournaments and play your golf, be confident. Mm-hmm. Like you're the, it's, it's, I think it's more just feeling like you're the best golfer out there and playing your best golf and just see what, what colleges are offering you and, and, and go to, go to a school where they really want you. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't try to go to a school where you like, I really want to go there, but if they're not putting in the, the effort and they're not showing you that they care, yeah. that they want you to go there, then I would just, I mean, I mean, look at all the, all the PGA, if you look at all, like most PGA tour pros, some PGA tour pros, I mean, they go to like this, this, they call it like going to a top college school is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to go to like the school that you think you can, first of all, play, play in all your tournaments. Like it's yep. not fun sitting on the bench and just watching your team go and play. Like Absolutely. you want to go somewhere where you know that you can put a positive impact on the team and you know that, that you're going to play mm-hmm. because playing in tournaments and learning how to play in college golf leads to learning how to play golf like tournaments when you get to the professional level. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, I just know there's, there's guys that like, I want to go to this top school and then they get there and they're working their butt off and then like, they don't go that week and it's just frustrating. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, that's, that's also really good, but I would just say just, yeah, just play, play your golf game. Just mm-hmm. let the golf talk. Yeah. Um, you don't, you don't have to like to ask like your friends, like, Oh yeah, I'm getting recruited by these schools or yeah, this school, like talk to me or I got yeah. a letter from the school. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to visit them because I worked my butt off and I played to get to this point and I earned it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's great stuff, man, because I mean, a lot of people get caught up in the, I want to play for the big powerhouse schools when really there's so many other good programs that, you know, that are just as good as them. And you're going to go there. You're going to get playing time. Cause I mean, I don't care who you are. It's never fun sitting at home when, you know, your team's out there competing, you knowing that you're not out there with them. Um, you know, that's never fun. So yeah, I, that's great advice. Great advice there. Um, next question here I got for you is kind of, you know, you know, there's a lot of resources you guys have at UNLV. You, know, you have a lot of great courses, your coaches, your teammates, the schedule you guys play. Um, you know, is there a resource that you just really like, you know, just you really appreciate, you know, is it going out to, you know, Shadow Creek and just going out there and, you know, having that access or is there something more that you really appreciate? Um, I mean, I really appreciate Shadow Creek. I mean, I mean, I went out there today and a lot, mm-hmm. some days it's just blowing mm-hmm. and you don't know where the wind's coming from. And when like I, I go out there most of the days, I mean, not all my teammates, like they drive all out, like all the way out there, but I'll, I'll drive an hour, but it doesn't take an hour, but I'll drive how long it takes to get out there because absolutely, I can figure out how to play out there. Mm-hmm. I go somewhere else. It's like, this is really easy. Yeah. 
I just appreciate just stepping on the, uh, being able to just go out there and I'm just like I, I really get to play here like mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like that awe it's like the house is like kind of it's like basically kind of like Augusta yeah but in, in uh Las Vegas and like you see like you go in there and you see like Michael Jordan's like locker room and like all these big like high that's names. insane like I remember like driving by the range and like the Jonas Brothers practicing <laughs> that's crazy and like uh yeah I mean Michael Jordan's car was sitting there I didn't see him there but like there's just a bunch of people around there mm-hmm. and uh I just kind of I liked coming to UNLV because I mean, if I'm playing really good, I thought it's a very good place to get like, I mean, now that you have the NIL deals, obviously I haven't had any sponsors yet. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, this is a big Mecca for like a lot of sponsors that absolutely like, on you. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just really appreciate, I mean, there's a lot, I mean, if you want, you can see like a really top psychologist or mm-hmm. I, that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. His name is Dr. Mark, if you want to go see him, mm-hmm. um, probably should be using him a little more, but I have, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Shadow Creek, I mean, I don't know what, like, there's not many courses that could beat that, especially what, what access we get out mm-hmm. there. Like, we get the back range and it's like, they just let us take a big bucket of balls out there and hit on like a perfect range. I, I just, I just really appreciate that aspect. Like I just, when I, when I really got here, especially this semester, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just, I, I'm just very grateful to be able to go out there and practice and play and just yeah yeah being at one of those you know top of the line golf courses like that and i mean like you said if you can go out there and you can play out there you can play anywhere i mean that's you know they they host some serious golf tournaments they host pj tour there you know numerous times and i mean if i mean like you said you know going out there you're going to really develop as a player because then you're going to go to these other courses you're going to feel like a breeze um yeah yeah, that's yeah that's that's awesome stuff man i mean that's a beautiful golf course it I would make the drive out there every time if I could too. And, you know, even if, even if you didn't feel like it and you had to go to Southern Highlands, you know, that's not a bad deal either. <laughs> no, I just, I just remember the first qual cause I was playing at shadow and we had our first qualifier for the Southwestern. Mm-hmm. I think I was seven or three, 10 at, at Southern Highlands and I ended up shooting, I think seven under or six under or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was qualifying, but like going to Southern Highlands, that's still a hard golf course, but shadow from the tips, like 77. Yeah. Blowing or even when it's not blowing, I mean, you got like <laughs> two iron. I mean, you got to hit driver straight. And then when you get to your second shot, you got to put it in the right part of the greens and the greens are 12 and slopey and you got to yeah. hit really good. Your putting's got it really good and your chipping's got it really good. So mm-hmm. it's a really good place to put, like work on your golf game. Absolutely, man. I mean, it's frustrating because obviously it's not a golf course where you go out there every day and you can just shoot a 68 with breeze. Mm -hmm. Like, like you shoot 73 some days or like a 74 Mm -hmm. and you really did a lot of good, but you made some bad mistakes. But if you go out there and you're starting to shoot 70, 68, like most of the days and you're just like, and you go to other courses, like it's just, yeah, like what you said, it's just a breeze. Like it's just, it makes golf feel easy. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah, I'm sure that place you can't just, like you said, you can't just go out there and shoot a smooth 68. I mean, it, it takes focus every single round. So yeah, it's only going to make you a better player. Um, but um, so obviously, you know, UNLV being the program that they are, you know, I'm sure you guys can get just about anything you need to, you know, to play. 
Um, yeah. You know, just kind of take us through your bag a little bit. You know, what kind of clubs do you have in there? I mean, are you guys a certain, do you guys like to use certain manufacturers or do you kind of, they get you whatever you need? Um, so I've been with TaylorMade since I was 13. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of, I've built a relationship around them that I, I mean, I've just really liked their golf clubs. I mean, they make sweet clubs. And Absolutely. I mean, I've kind of, I, mean, I got my golf bag right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been, I've always played the tailor-made blades and mm-hmm. I've kind of always kind of gone to a combo set, which mm-hmm. four and five or four, five and six are the MC, or MCs, which mm-hmm. they're like a little more of like a kind of cavity back, but they're still kind of blady, but then absolutely the all blades. And then I play uh, the new uh, MG, the tailor-made MG3s. And then I got a, two Vokey wedges that I, my old Vokey wedges I put in the bag just because I like the Vokey wedge feel. Yeah. Um, and then the new stealth drivers, super awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All the rave about that driver. I actually just put it in. I didn't put, I, I mean, the SIM for me was, I mean, I hit the SIM so good. Uh-huh. So I just put this in seeing how that goes and trying to figure, I got a Titleist three wood and a TaylorMade three wood, but I'm, and I've always used TaylorMade three woods and I'm just waiting on to get a stealth three wood. But right mm-hmm. now I'm trying to find a three wood that I really like. Yeah. Um, now I'm using the sim rocket with the the Hulk. Hazard. There you go. Watch out. And uh, I've let's see. Right, this is this is the club. This is my favorite club on the bag right here. It's uh, it's the Odyssey Rossi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty good story about this putter. I I've always really struggled. I mean, I actually putted with the arm lock. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. From my sophomore year to up to. I would say last May, mm-hmm. and this was uh, this was in a pro shop at gotcha. golf club in San Diego, mm-hmm. and I was just eyeing it down because I was just kind of struggling with like liking the putter. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always, I mean, I was I was a putter switcher a lot. Gotcha uh, with putters, and uh, I just got this putter. I cut it down half an inch, and I uh, put lead tape on the bottom. There you go. Make it a little heavier. Yeah, I made it a little heavier. And uh, putting has not been my problem. I would say, I mean, my putting with this thing is it's been like, uh, it's been very good. Awesome. Sweet. My short putts was always my strength, like weakness. Like all my friends be, oh, he's got, Caden's got a three footer. Oh, I see. I see. (laughs) Now, like my teammates are like, oh, Caden's got, got a 10 footer for birdie. Like, I mean, I've just, I've been making a lot of putts. Like even at the Southwestern, I, uh, I was really good at keeping my mind straight mm-hmm. and not frustrated because even on the second round, I was all over the board with bogeys and birdies. Mm-hmm. Usually when I'd make a bogey on a hole, I knew that I, or double that I shouldn't make a, 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 like make it on. I was just like, yeah, I was just like, whatever. And I'd make a birdie and then a bogey and a birdie and a bogey. And then, um, the final round, um, I was four over through four mm-hmm. and instead of just going okay this round's already in in the in the dumpster yeah I was like all right let's go like mm-hmm. let's go let's go get this back to like even part yeah I mean I kind of like and my swing all that like I just couldn't feel my back swing and I just kind of just was kind of looked like shot shaping like I've always kind of been a shot shaper and mm-hmm. never my swing it was never like perfectly look like looking and I kind of just went to shot shaping and and the putter was rolling sweet there you go um so yeah that's a good combo there my favorite club i got the and 
and Fuego. In Fuego, yeah. I remember when I saw that that was Southwestern, I was like, oh, that's pretty sick. I got it. I got it at the Las Vegas Golf Superstore, and I saw it. And I'm like, this matches my golf bag and the UNLV colors, and I just really liked how it said in Fuego with On Fire on it. <laughs> there you go, man. Gotta love that. <laughs> I just want that to wear out to the point where like the everything's falling apart, but I still want to have it on the bag. There you go, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Got to keep that thing on fuego, man. <laughs> um, awesome, man. Well, we're heading to the last question here. Um, you know, there's been a lot of people that have kind of supported you through you know, your golfing career, your junior golf career, and, you know, your time at UNLV as well. Um, you know, is there kind of somebody that's really inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today? Yeah. I mean, I would, I would put a lot on my, uh, my stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I would not be where I am without him. I mean, he's, He's, he kind of got me into like all the golf tournaments and kind of just pushing me to be like, he's like, you got to go out and practice or, and if I played like a really good round, he'd be like, you guys still got to work on this. And obviously it would frustrate me a little bit that he wouldn't like, just say that I'm, I'm a great golfer. Right. Yeah. He'd keep pushing you. Uh, really pushing me to uh, be the best golfer I can be. And I obviously I really like that. And then uh, there's a guy back in San Diego, his name's uh, Aaron Dexheimer. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, during COVID I worked with him a lot with my golf game and golf swing, mm-hmm. but not just that. It was more like the, the, the self-talk, mm-hmm. like you're going to go win this tournament. Like you gotta, you gotta believe, you gotta believe in yourself. And he kind of got my confidence level up to where I was like, I, I walked in the tournament I'd put so much work in. I'm like, I'm the best player here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think, I mean, he's also helped me recently just like talking to him and uh because i've had i lost that for a little bit mm-hmm. yeah self-talk like my self-talk was the opposite of of what i was doing before mm-hmm. just kind of working with that but definitely my stepdad and and uh him, him as well um really helped me with uh my myself absolutely man yeah you got to have that support man it's yeah, that's huge in the game of golf. So it's nice to, you know, kind of shout out the people that have kind of helped you along the way and the people that are going to continue to help you along the way. Um, you know, and my, my, mom, my mom's also been very supportive. There you uh, go. Can't forget mom. <laughs> yeah, I can't forget my mom. Um, she's she's a sweetheart. She's always uh, been on. She's part of the the Caden cheer squad. There you go. That's it. And she likes to come out and watch me golf and I always see her happy with with watching me play golf, especially at the Southwestern. She liked watching me on TV. Awesome. But that was cool. But yeah, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's always been, yeah, that's, that's kind of the support group. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Yeah. Well, that'll wrap up this week's episode of scrambling with Don Lotto featuring Caden Ferrioni. Caden, thank you so much for coming on, man. You know, I had a great time chatting with you and, um, you know, wishing nothing but the best in your future endeavors and, uh, you know, just uh, really excited to see you get after it this next semester and the rest of your college career, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. That was, uh, it was awesome. Absolutely, man. All right. Have a good one, everybody. Hey everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of scrambling with Dylan auto. Just want to let you guys know, I create an Instagram for the podcast called scrambling podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.